Taste of Massachusetts, helping you program your GPS for New England. I'm your host, Vincent Arichetti, and we are live on AMA 30 WCRN, as well as the Spark Radio Network out of Brockton. We're here every Thursday and Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., and you can find all of our great content on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or by using hashtag TasteOfMass, and now on iTunes as well, which makes me very happy. Um... You can join the conversation tonight by calling 508-871-7000. That's 508-871-7000. Once again, I'm your host, Vincent Eric Eddy, and co-hosting with me tonight, Lee and Clancy from Masshole.Eats. Guys, how are you? What's up, Vinny? How are you? Good, man. Happy to be back. And behind the glass, toughing it out through illness and sickness, Cam, a.k.a. Diesel McWheels, a.k.a. Prince Eric, a.k.a. Studley McMuffin. Hello. Like Jordan playing through the flu. Love it. I do what I can. I do what I can. Somebody so, needs to give me a towel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start off the show like we normally do with shout-outs. And, uh, guys, it's been a couple of weeks. You've been to a bunch of places. figure I would uh, let you guys take it away. Lee Clancy wants to go first. Uh, Go ahead, Yeah. I got a Ducali Pizza in the North End in Boston. Ducali. Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, this was our picture, if you can see that. <laughs> yes, it's very nice. Yeah, uh, I'm sure I liked it. It was actually my first time having Neapolitan pizza, and my expectations weren't that high, but uh, way more delicious than I thought. And cool thing, so it's like a bar atmosphere, so it doesn't even feel like you're in like a fancy place in North End. They have their own beer brewed by Harpoon Brewery, and it's probably the and I, I think the last time I was on the radio, I said I don't like having beer with food. Mm-hmm. That that one I actually enjoyed it. I actually got like a bunch of it with all the pizza they kept giving us. I actually agree with you. Wine is better with food than beer. I just it just never hit me right. Yeah. Alcohol with food, but the Ducali ale they have that's that you can only get there. Awesome. So what uh, is that the one they make with like their bread or something like that? They do some crazy. Uh, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> he was really listening. Yeah, I was say, good, you know, he was obviously drinking, not listening. Yeah, and they kept giving me food, man. I just kept nodding my head after a certain point. Nice. No interview skills, just you know, no. just eating skills. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the pizza was good though. Yeah. That's all that matters. Clancy? Uh, we recently went to Charcoal Guido's in Waltham. Yes, Moody um, Street. Yes. They, you know, they, one of, what they basically said to us was, you know, you're not leaving unless you're rolling out of here. So they stuffed us. Uh, they gave us sausage, lamb, meatballs, rice balls, three different types of pizzas. And their real claim to fame is 100% the Nutella pizza that they have. Um, they, you know, put Nutella on it like two or three times. To fame is 100% the Nutella pizza that they have. Um, they, you know, put Nutella on it like two or three times. They stuff it with regatta cheese, top it with strawberries. It was honestly one of the best things I've ever eaten before. So, so the Nutella pizza is stuffed with ricotta and Nutella. Yeah, I didn't realize it was stuffed. I've seen so many photos of that, and uh, you know, there it's it is what it you know it's 
dark. It's a nice, nice atmosphere inside yeah. there. But uh, I didn't realize it was stuffed. Yeah, no, it's it was delicious. It was honestly one of the best things I've ever said. And we were making fun of Pat the day before, saying dessert pizza was stupid and like it doesn't taste good at all and all of that <laughs> stuff. And then I <laughs> ate it and I had to say I was sorry because it was so delicious. We made fun of Pat for a lot of things that we turn around on. Yeah. So Pat did was Pat the one that like kind of put this together or found it found out about it or why were you making fun of Pat? Because he had eaten dessert pizza in a couple different places and could he, not shut up about it. Yeah, he always talks about how great it is, it is. and we were like, "No, nah, that's ridiculous." You know, pizza should be cheese, marinara sauce, and that's it. Yeah, but not anymore. So yeah, yeah, I had the Toll House cookie pizza at McGuigan's, and I'm telling you, I uh, it's. It's going to be a thing now. It's going to be every place is going to do a version of a dessert pizza. I know uh, Volturno in Worcester does one, too. Um, I don't know if they do it with Nutella or not, but, I mean. You're crazy not to do one. Right. Like, for dessert, especially after you just had a couple pieces of pizza, they're so easy. It looked easy to make because the guy right next to me was making them. Well, they already have everything ready to go because they're already prepping the dough 24-7. So might as well. Yeah. so that's uh, that's very good. I know the place is good. I just haven't had their their uh, Nutella pizza. You got to do it. Like I, I said, it was the best thing ever. I know. I don't even like dessert, and that, that things. I think that's all my top. Yeah. yeah. I I don't I don't I'm like not a big dessert person. I used to be, but just not. I don't know. You get older and you just don't care. Uh, Diabetes, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> ever since joining Mass Elites, I'm watching out for it. <laughs> Charcoal guidos didn't help. No, no, no. I'm sure none of the uh, none of the places uh, help. I. Uh, there's not enough like whole food provisions and uh, you know sweet greens in our. If you're if you're a Instagram. vegan restaurant, you have good food. Please, please call us. <laughs> oh my God, uh, I'll I think someone reached out to me the other day and I kind of laughed at it, but it, it's in the Berkshires, so it's kind of. Oh. Yeah, that's a hike. One of the second places that ever reached out to us was an all vegetarian place in Newton, and I didn't even know till I showed up. That place looked awesome when you took the pictures. Yeah, dude. I can't remember. I'll have to look back on the Instagram right now, but they were doing like uh, buffalo cauliflower, you know, like really? all vegan pancakes. Um, it was delicious. It was really good. What was the name of the place? Uh, looking it up now. You're looking <laughs> it up. Well, it's funny because a lot of um, India Indian dishes are. Vegan, yeah, but not necessarily by design. I mean, they are by design, but like they don't advertise them as vegan. So, mm-hmm. um, like um, chickpea marsala, or they call it chala marsala, awesome, and it's vegan, but yeah. you wouldn't know. We got a name. We got the name, and it is the Walnut Grill in Newton. It was delicious. It was really? one of the first places that uh, ever reached us, out to us to come. Yeah, it was delicious. I never heard of that. I like how we said healthy food in our pictures. As- Stack of pancakes. Well, yeah, but they were healthy pancakes. So yeah, they, yeah I'm assuming. For you. <laughs> so that instead of sugar, they sweetened it with honey because honey's healthy, yeah. and so you can have as much of it as you want. Right, that's a rule. That's what if, they tell that you. That is a rule. Yeah, it is a rule. Science. <laughs> it's like uh, in uh, when they use honey to sweeten peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's healthier, so you can eat more mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, shout out so, to Vermont peanut butter. I was butter. just gonna say, you or guys, none of it at all. That that works too. Well, yeah, <laughs> Cam is not a peanut butter person, but you guys did a taste test. With Vermont peanut butter. Yes. Um, you had flavors that I hadn't had yet, so I thought that was pretty uh, pretty cool. What was your uh, What was your discovery? What did you decide on so tra- being the best? Trail Rider, right, Lee? You didn't like Trail Rider. I didn't like Trail Rider. I like their dark chocolate mix one. Yeah. So the, that it's like uh, called Good Karma, I think. Oh, okay. The one I liked is their Avalanche, which is basically white chocolate in their peanut butter. Wow, that's crazy. Which is I didn't oh, know they had so many flavors for peanut butter. Well, I think they do them seasonally. 
because uh, gotcha. you know they're trying to roll out uh, roll out everything uh, seasonally to kind of get just more attention. But I mean, their stuff is it really is good. I mean, I am I'm a huge peanut butter fan, and I they everything that uh, I've tried from them has all been uh, all been hitting it out of the park. Yeah, and usually I don't like the natural peanut butter because it's like oily and right. that consistency. Yeah, that was a weird that was a weird thing to be introduced to, but it was good, man. Yeah, it was very good. I really liked it. Yeah, um, they must they must because uh, usually it's oily for various reasons. Yeah, we won't go into it, but. So they really must go above and beyond in their actually making it. You know, they don't mm-hmm. just take, they just don't just take natural nuts, crush them, and not put anything in it and say, it's natural. Yeah. That would be, that wouldn't taste good. Anyway. And I was reading up, when I was writing the blog, I was reading up on peanut butter, and there's like all sorts of crazy stuff in our peanut butter that we don't know yes. about, like rodent no, hairs. I, yeah. and Th- Those of us who are a little bit older have heard all those stories, so like avoid it, and then that's why... With all of the natural ones, even with just local ones that take a little extra care, like Teddy peanut butter, mm-hmm. it's made in, um, I think it's in Everett, in Massachusetts. I think, oh. Everett. Yeah, I've had Teddy peanut butter. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's, you can tell that it's a, a step no, above the rest, yeah. There's no rodent hair or crickets no, in it. Yeah, no. Hey, crickets are becoming a big thing. Yeah, I know. Cricket flour and all that stuff. Yeah. Chocolate covered crickets and every, oh my god, I couldn't believe when I saw that. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with it. You saw it, Snowpiercer, right, Vinny? No, but, uh, no, I know the movie though. Yeah, those gelatin cubes no, of, uh. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. I wouldn't. Um, but, uh, the funny thing was, uh, all of a sudden everyone's starting to say that cricket tacos are gonna come out because they're really authentic. And I guess there's one place in New, in, uh, Washington DC that makes them. I would try Authent- it. Authentic how? Like who's, who else uh, is serving cricket? I, I don't know, but apparently they're calling them authentic, so that's I, all. I'd that's try it. I, I can't say that I would try it. I, I'm, I'm just being honest. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. More cricket talk when we come back. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. Lee Clancy from MassHole.Eats. Hey, what's going on? Cam behind the glass. <laughs> um, yeah, we're okay. I'm gonna give myself a shout out just because I never do. I'm speaking tomorrow on social media at the New England Ice Cream Association purveyors, blah blah blah, whatever the heck it's called. Can we see it? Can we watch it? Uh, I don't think it's gonna be live streamed. You can go. It's it's free to go to. Where is it? Uh, Barange, oh, you know what? It's, uh, um, I, oh, I have it right here. Obviously, I have it. I've been to it before. It's, uh, always at the, um, ah, uh, Jiminy Crickets. You would put me on the spot with this. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Well, no, what happened was I had it on my phone in a certain place and someone, uh, someone just sent me a text message as I was trying to open it. So, like, everything gets messed up. How many ice cream places, though? Uh, there's, well, there's, over 200 in New, uh, there's easily 200 in New England, but Massachusetts is the highest per capita ice cream consumers, so, you know, we That's have wild. more places. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I say it because, like, I say it kind of tongue in cheek joking, cause, like, I told my wife what I had to do. I'm like, yeah, Saturday I have to go speak on social media. And she's like, okay, where? And I'm like, yeah, the New England Ice Cream Restaurant Association or whatever the hell it is. And she's like, Oh, you're such a big deal now. <laughs> yeah, I was, gonna, I was yeah. just going to say that too. 
Yeah, it's at Lundana in Randolph, not Braintree, Randolph. Uh, Lantana. Uh, I've been they, there before. Yeah, yeah. Very nice, uh, very nice function facility and what have you. But, um, yeah, pretty cool. But, um, mainly because, um, one of the guys that helps run it, Rick Peasy, you might have remembered him. He was in the news last year in April. He's the guy in Massachusetts that properly executed on the, um, donut ice cream cone. Oh wow. I haven't heard of that. You didn't hear about last year? You didn't hear about that? No. no. no I so, think so, um, the story came out and I posted it on my Facebook page last year. Uh, I think it was, um, some place like Denmark mm-hmm. came out with the donut ice cream cone. It's genius. I gotta and, take a picture. I gotta look at it. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. So, um, I posted it and then Rick Peasy from Peasy Farms sent me a message on Facebook and he's like, I'm totally doing that. And he spent two weeks figuring it out because wow. it's not, you know, everyone thinks, the consistency oh, and like right. melt right through and right. get squishy. So he like figured out that he had to use, he had to coat the inside with chocolate, yeah. but he had to use dark chocolate because milk chocolate would have melted even with ice cream, blah, blah. So he goes through this and he's like, he like does it and then he executes flawlessly and he has these massive lines. He gets all this press from it, free press from it, which is really good. Um, but again, Everyone kind of forgets he spent two weeks figuring it out, and he was sending, once he finally figured it out, he sent me a photo, like, the Sunday before he opened in April, and I posted that, and then that really went viral, because Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, a story about it in Denmark. It was here. It was here, and you could go to it, and everyone started tagging each other. Does he still do it? Uh, He does, but he only does it on special, so, like, I think... What he does is he'll um he'll like go in early on a Saturday to make them mm-hmm. and then when he's out of them he's out of them but he'll tell people hey this Saturday starting at one o'clock we'll have them and people well, you know people go all so over the crazy. place that's like a so, culinary masterpiece now that I'm looking yeah at it. well because he makes them a little bit bigger than what you would think yeah and he really did figure it out I mean it's don't get me wrong ideas are great but you gotta really gotta execute do it, it. Yeah. yeah so um. So he did that whole thing, and then he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I need you to talk about this stuff and answer people's questions. I'm like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Me so. and Pat over last summer ate at like you know twenty five thirty ice cream places, and not one of them had a donut cone. So ice cream well, Sunday, baby. This is I gotta go. I gotta do it now. Well, are you guys fans of Game of Thrones? I am. I think Clancy. I don't think Clancy's ever seen an episode. So I took the um, at the start of the ice cream season. I think it was May of last year. I took the the logo of Game of Thrones. What'd you call it? Game of Cones? Game of nice. Cones uh, and I and I wrote and tagged every single ice cream place I could find in Massachusetts in that's it. It's gotta be a lot, dude. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do you have a favorite ice cream place, Vinny? I really am not a fan of well, couple of reasons. Number one, um doesn't agree with me that much, lactose intolerant. Makes not sense. not, not fair, super fair. like not super, but like I do like um I do like uh, frozen yogurt a lot, yes. Especially uh, if it's got uh, the the good buggies for you, because I'm pro probiotic. Have you ever been to Abbott's? I think they do frozen custard though. Uh, no, I have not been to Abbott's. Really good. They do a chocolate taco. Yeah, th- well, that used to be a thing. I don't. They used got- to have them at like the ice cream trucks, but they actually yeah. make like choco tacos to buy at the store. It's crazy. That is a brilliant idea, and I'm I'm glad they I'm glad they do it because. Um, you know, that's the type of stuff that people are, like people love those novelties. Yeah, I like um, variety at ice cream places, different flavors than what they usually have. 
the 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 funny uh, the kind of funny thing is though I uh, I worked at a I worked at Demoulis Marketplace you remember you know them mm-hmm. right so uh, the Woburn one I worked there for eight years and a uh, good amount of time I was there I did uh, stocking of the ice cream wall yeah <laughs> and so like at a certain point you just don't want to see ice cream when because uh, Saturdays I would have to stock it four times I would. Um, you know, you stock it around 10.30 after the first wave. Mm-hmm. Then you go to lunch, you come back from lunch, you stock it again at 1 o'clock. Yeah, it's like empty. Though. Then you stock it again at like 6 o'clock, and then at the end of the night you stock it so that Sunday it's ready to go. Yeah. Ice cream goes that fast? Oh, my God. And and can I just tell you, you know, the ice, there, there's the ice cream turkey, you know, the Turkey Hill ice cream? It's so good. Yep. Yep. Okay. It used to not be produced as much as it as it is now, mm-hmm. it used to be something you get in special, and people would come to me and say, are you out of Turkey Hill ice cream? Yes, we're out. Are you sure? Can you check in the back? No, I <laughs> promise you. I check in the back five times a day. I guarantee you there's nothing back there. Can you just go look? I know the section. We have one little pallet yeah. <laughs> that it only goes in this little section. Oh, my God. Do you, ever hoard, do you ever hoard any for yourself? God, no. Because, <laughs> again, it's like, I don't want and see, oh, right, think, right. Here, ice cream. I My first job was um, packing the ice cream trucks at Richardson's Ice Cream. So I was like, really? You know, I was in like a 30-degree freezer with like two sweatshirts, two pairs of uh, you know sweatpants on, like picking up frozen things of ice cream and putting them on the truck. Ah, how old were you? Uh, like 14. Ah, you kids are soft. I did it from like 14 to 18 years old. It was crazy. And what? like, we would... When I first started, Soft. only packed three trucks, and Soft. then by the end, it was like seven trucks. Soft. I would work all day on sa- on Saturdays. No gloves. Oh, that's nuts. No back, sweater. Back in my day. <laughs> no. I couldn't do I don't think I could do it now. I'd probably get cold. But, like, no, I was like, no, no gloves. Because you can't wear gloves when you're stocking the ice cream because they're slippery, and the gloves will slide. Yeah. And there weren't no, you know, there were no little rubber um, the grippers. Grip gloves. No, they didn't have those back. <laughs> Back in my day, back in 1993, um, didn't have those, but so you had to do it with your hands anyway, and they didn't, they were like, um, everyone, everyone's like, why don't you wear gloves? And I'm like, cause I don't want to slip and drop them, and they're like, but aren't you cold? I'm like, no, I just work faster, cause I'm not lazy and slow like you. And they were like, oh, you're so cool. I'm like, yes, I am. I don't know. Needed needed the gloves. It was it was cold in there. Soft kids. They were the big soft like, like the, the ice big top. <laughs> well, yeah, not <laughs> not negative thirty degrees though. It was freezing in there. My first two jobs were at ice cream places. They were serving ice cream. Yep. What yep. what, what were the two at, places? I worked at Dairy Queen. That was my first ever job, and yep. my next job was at the Sterling Ice Cream Bar. Really? Yes. Did not know Sterling had an ice cream bar. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, war stories about ice cream. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. When we come back, no more Demoulis stories about me stocking ice cream. <laughs> That's just special just for tonight. Uh, when we come back, uh, more housekeeping, great events, great places to go here on Taste of Massachusetts. Eight seven one seven thousand 7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. What's going on, Vinny? Yo. Lee Clancy from Eats in the house tonight with us. 
want to get into some uh, housekeeping, great events going on in and around New England. And uh, a couple, I'm probably not going to go through all of them because we mentioned them all last night, but a couple that you might want to uh, either cover or just uh, talk about or know about. First one, the Northeast Craft Beer Pavilion. Over 100 beers being tasted. Uh, this is being run by the Boston Globe Travel Show, but it's February 10th through 12th at the Seaport Hotel and World Trade Center. Uh, Boston Globe Tra- Globe Travel Show dot com for all information. However, the reason why I really wanted to talk about this, I said this last night, thirty five dollars in advance, forty five dollars the day of for a hundred beers or a selection of. You're not going to go drink a hundred beers. Actually, but, uh, I think Lee went last year. Yeah, we you went did? last year. I think uh, I think at least one of us made the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it was but like thir- those little sampler yeah, cups, right. like little Dixie yeah, cups. Right. One of us made the hundred. But thirty five dollars. Oh yeah, you great know, deal. Is, is a great deal. I mean, even considering you, you're probably going to have to pay forty bucks to park, but because um, a lot of times these are like forty, fifty, or sixty. They can be expensive. Yeah. yeah. And and you don't you don't even get a hundred. I just saw one. I just got an email about a wine tasting event for a hundred and ten dollars. That's yeah, that's saw, awful. Was the buy-in? I was like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. I saw I saw that they they said you might want to talk about this, and I said I might not. <laughs> I have well, you guys know. Did I tell you guys I have like this rule that if a if an event or a dinner, you know, if like a wine dinner or a wine event or yeah. any event is over a hundred dollars, there's no way I'm going to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, if that's my clientele either. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> well, not the people on national events. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of. I mean, you do have to draw a line somewhere, and it's like, look, if you're doing a dinner that's over a hundred dollars and it's not like I really have to be blown away by what I read, mm-hmm. by what I see, and no one's gonna do that for a hundred dollars a person. No, it's crazy. I was speaking of crazy um, dinner prices, so they are doing a Super Bowl party in Houston, um, and it is Buzz Aldrich and Booker T the Wrestler for one thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm in. <laughs> really? In for Buzz Aldrich? No, for Booker T. It's Booker yeah. T. He's the five-time, five-time, five-time world champion. Can you dig it? Sucker. Um, I, you know, the one thing about uh, the wrestler Booker T that I absolutely loved was uh, when he had a feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin and they fought in the supermarket. Oh, that's crazy. Did you remember? Did you, uh, I, you, you I know, I know, I know um, Cam remembers it or, or at least saw it on When uh, Stone Cold dumped the milk all over yeah. himself. Oh, oh, my God. It was, <laughs> was so funny. I, d- I don't watch wrestling. Was this in an actual supermarket? Yes, yes it was in a, was in a real actual supermarket. supermarket. <laughs> they just destroyed the place for like a good 20 minutes. That's yeah. awesome. Like, basically, and it wasn't even like they were fighting. They were just like having a food fight, but in a supermarket instead of like... Best place to have them. Right, right. So, you know, having worked at a supermarket like, for eight years, as you now know, you can imagine what I would have wanted to do. Body slams through like the apple carts and yeah. throw, <laughs> throw the frozen ice cream at everyone. Yeah, no. No, because they're bricks. They don't even have... Anyway, not aerodynamic. Um, but I did want to mention uh, Northeast Craft Beer Pavilion because again, that's a that's a great. Uh, I think it's a great deal. So you you guys went last year? Did you cover it last year too? Or I think we went to one of the we went to one in the summer, but it was also at the seaport. It might have been basically the same kind of event. I think it was. I don't know if we covered it. <clears throat> I think it was just they went and yeah, yeah, it was they, weren't, untold weren't, stories. Weren't yeah. able to operate a camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do they do do them seasonally, mm-hmm. but like compared to the one, you know how they always do them at the castle in Boston. Yeah, they're always way more expensive. Excuse me, way more expensive than this. Yeah, this was a pretty good price from what I see and from what it. I've seen. Yeah, I was uh, I was surprised. So hey, Boston Globe Travel Show, hook up masshole dot eats. Yep. They'll cover you. 
Give us a bunch of free swag, too. We get a lot of cool stuff there. Well, at least free tickets. Yeah. They should. Because I I won't be able to go to it. Because I'm old. Um, We'll get you some sunglasses at the (laughs) hand now. (laughs) Yeah. They always hand out sunglasses. That's a big item there. Yeah. Well, it's because you look very tired after you drink, you know, all those beers, so. I like the circle ones if you have. Um, also going on, uh, Harvard Square is doing a bunch of different things. Their winter carnival, chocolate festival, some like it hot chili cook-off, Chinese New Year celebration, but the one that's coming up is the chocolate festival. Uh, all this information can be found at harvardsquare.com. I figured you guys might want to know about this because it's free. That's, that's the best that's type. The, that's, that's the price. best kind. So Saturday, January 28th from 1 to 2 p.m., in Brattle Plaza, uh, participating will be Cabot's Candy, Crema Cafe, David's Tea, which is freaking awesome, El Jefe's Taqueria, Flower Bakery, Henrietta's Table, Hotel Tria, J.P. Licks, Shake Shack, Starbucks, Tate Bakery, Toscano, Wagamama, and Zenkins. I've had um, Henrietta's Table before. I've had their brunch. Oh, my yep. God, it was so good. And I also love J.P. Licks. Yeah, yeah, I think they were on the... Sunday, ice cream Sundays, right? Yeah. 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 Henry and his table, like, people around here don't realize, I don't know why this is, but, like, they're nationally known. Like, everyone talks about them nationally. Really? really? Yeah. I had no idea. It, it, it's like, uh, there's like five or six Food Network um, sh- uh, show hosts that, like, when they do their little Where I Like to Go, mm-hmm. they mention Henry and his table. Henry and his table. And I'm, I, I was, I remember watching it on Food Network going, what? Henrietta can't, can't be the same one. I mean, it's <laughs> it's good, but like, wow, na- to be nationally renowned. Yeah. But like, that's pretty cool. Around but here, you never hear that. Like, they get no good press around here. So I think we should reach out to them and say, hey, you deserve local props. You, they do. I mean, they do. So, um, you, you know what I'm missing on this list? Yeah. Bartley's. Have you ever been there before? Yes. Bartley's Burger Place. They name all of the burgers after uh, all sorts of different, you know, athletes, politicians. And My all favorite that. one that they have. What? Is the Tom Brady burger with four onion rings? Oh man! Oh. Do you know about that one? No, that's I do like know, though. well because they used to be three onion rings because he had three rings, Hopefully but then he got, got a fourth five one. on there. So exactly, yeah, a couple weeks because that will be a photo. Like yeah, seriously, yeah. if like if 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 it happens, mm-hmm. like Monday, Bartley, run to Bartley's, get the first photo. That yeah, and, like, that's a good idea. See, that's. Man, if I didn't have a real job, you know, <laughs> I can't believe it's technically a real job too. Um, so yeah, you there guys, we go. Barley's you guys, five, you guys need to make that happen. The five onion rings. If Tom it, Brady has to make it happen first. Yeah, Brady ha- makes it happen, and then and, 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 and of course we're we're advertising this on a fifty thousand watt station, so I'm sure someone will steal the idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. Yes, though. exactly. Yeah, we're on the it's record. It's not the idea; it's the execution. <laughs> yeah. it, that is true. I say that a, a way too much. Uh, so much so that even my wife knows it. <laughs> knows that I say it. Um, so yes, this, uh, chocolate tasting, January 28th from 1 to 2 p.m., Rattle Plaza, free, 9th annual Harvard Square Chocolate Festival. Afterwards, you can go to the Harvard Museum of Natural History and see all the models of, uh, cacao plants and all that wonderful stuff too. So it's crazy. I did, um, just add cooking the other day. It's a cooking class and yep. they teach you how to cook. We made, um, Chowder, and they had a cacao like plant pod, there, yeah. pod, yeah, to show us like what they were. It was crazy. I couldn't believe how big it was, and that's what they grind down. Uh, what is cacao? 
It's like a, it's like something. It's a pod, basically. It's a giant pod. Yeah, and then you cut it in half. Yeah. And then you open it up, and there's all these little, like, they look like coffee beans. Yeah. And that's what they actually turn into chocolate. However. No way. However, what everyone forgets is all of the other stuff that's in the pod tastes really, really good. Did they let you taste it? No, so they didn't crack it open. It's like, it's, it's almost like a very mild coconut flavor. Mm. At least that's how I would describe it. And, like, I, I always wonder to myself, why can't we get some of that? I mean, if they're making this much chocolate... They have them. They have it. Right. It's all there. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, just throw in the trash. <laughs> Hopefully hope. they at least do something good with it. Yeah, because it, it's, uh, it's, it's a... It's, I, I, well, I won't say I like it better than chocolate, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I don't know. That's yeah. No, I, uh, they had some samples there, so it was, it was pretty good. So was you delicious. made chowder at this place? Yeah, so they brought us in. So Just Add Cooking is basically like, uh, they, they're sort of like Blue Apron, HelloFresh, but they're only local to uh, Massachusetts. They're from like Newburyport down to Cape Cod, mm-hmm. um, and like they really don't go much further west than Newton. And so all the stuff's all fresh. Um, if you're close enough to where they operate out of, a guy will ride his bike and drop off the ingredients to That's your house. Awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so crunchy. So it's very, very <laughs> fresh. But they brought us in and uh, That's good, though. W- let us try it out and try out their um, the fish that was just caught this morning, and we made some chowder. It was delicious. You got to know the uh, fisherman's name that caught yeah. your stuff, right? They even told you what time he caught it and what his name was. That's so cool. What was yeah. his name? Jimmy. Jimmy, big shout out to Jimmy for catching my haddock yesterday. Oh, it was haddock. So, yeah. oh, so it was haddock chowder. Haddock chowder, yeah. Fresh. Yep, and we uh, we cut the carrots, the leeks, and uh, everything else that was in there. Dropped the haddock in there. It was pretty good. And I usually, you know, I'm not a big cooked seafood guy, but that was delicious. So did you uh, did you pull the vegetables out after puree them and then put it back in? Or wow. what you do? No. So we just chopped them up, <laughs> sautéed them a little, <laughs> yeah. and then dropped them in the chowder. And that's it. And it just cooked. It was awesome. Ah, uh, you see the the um, I don't know how he does it. So my uncle, Uncle Joey, shout out to Uncle Joey, makes the best clam chowder. Uh, uh, just unbelievable. And I don't know what the hell he does. Like honestly, he probably buys it from like one of his from like legal friends. seafood. No, no, no. It's <laughs> not. No, it's not legal. Definitely not legal seafood. Um, and um, however he does it, after he makes the vegetables and cooks them down. Pulls them out, purees them, and then puts it back in. So the chowder is so smooth. Oh man! Ooh. Like it's unbelievable. I, I un- love chowder too. Yeah, it's mm. a good winter time yeah. thing. Corn, you know, totally underrated. Corn chowder. Never had it. Always went for the clam. No, just straight up corn chowder. So good because you can make it um, without cream. You can just take the corn out, half Jesus. take half the corn out, yeah. puree it, and it becomes really, really sweet. That's not bad. And still use vegetables. You can make it basically vegetarian or whatever. I had to make it one time. One of my wife's friends came over, and she's a vegetarian, and totally made it straight. This was a while ago because I don't cook anymore because, you know. You're a food critic now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a food critic. You're just a food, a food reviewer. <laughs> some some would say I am a um Insta blogger, yeah, no, an influencer. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> that I hate, word's going around. <laughs> I really hate the word influencer. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I just call us food writers because yeah. technically that's what we're doing. It's just that the mediums have have changed. We're not crotchety old men um, in three piece suits yeah, yeah, writing crotch, for wrestling. Crotchety young men, in exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But like it used to be, what newspapers, and that's it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. and. Um, Sort of radio, but not really, you know. And now it's, it's social. It's us, yeah. It's social. That's it's, what you got to be. It's the millennials. 
crushing it. <sighs> well, on Instagram, I have to say that the community is very nice and like people mm-hmm. are nice to each other mostly. Yep. Yeah, no, I think you know, so. Every now and then you have an expert. Yeah, but, I got uh, to I got to meet a couple food uh, food bloggers, few food writers the other day. Uh, bo- uh, eating Boston and the Boston Food Party, both great people. Oh, really Boston Food Party, yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. She uh, she was telling me talking all about Instagram when we first started. My sister said, "Be more like them." So we've modeled ourselves after them. Really? Yeah. Imitation, best form of flattery. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, more about this, and uh, we're going to slowly transition to the wide world of food sooner or later, here on Taste of Massachusetts. Eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. A little Rick Ashley. You have to let it play now. This was a surprise to us. I had to Rick roll you at some point. Yeah, but it's not a Rick roll <laughs> when you enjoy it. Fair enough. Yes, Rick Ashley coming to the House of Blues in I think April. Wow. February. Is he really? February. February. Really? That soon? I thought about going. He missed his window of opportunity about two years ago. The Rick roll. Yeah, can imagine, that was big. Can, can you imagine getting Rickrolled like live by him? He did it. He did it. He did a. Um, he was in a. Uh, there was a parade, and he did a Rickroll live. That's not. They I... they announced. Um, oh God, I can't remember. So they announced. They announced someone on a float, and they're like, and now joining us is you know whatever Jay Z, and like <laughs> no, cruel. and then like no one came out, no one came out, and all of a sudden you heard the music. And everyone kind of initially laughed, and then he actually came out and performed live in the in the same outfit he wore in the video with the with the long uh, the square shoulder pads. Yeah, no, 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 no. The um, the 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 uh, the khaki trench coat. Oh, right. And wearing all black underneath. Killer outfit. Yes, that that's called the. Bring it back, him. Hardcore 1997. Oh, I, I have quite the. It's not a khaki, you know, suit, but I got I got one close to it. No, it's a khaki trench coat. Oh, it's just the coat? The color is khaki. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, and then yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, he's a, wearing it's literally all black. a trench coat. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, yeah. like, he's swimming in it because he's, like, <laughs> you know, all of 130 pounds. That song, Wait, I so he love like, that song. He, like, made the streaker look popular? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, I guess, I mean, that's really the only way to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> love is me, or love is one song that I know. He has more than that. I know that, know. but I don't. I, I maybe I've heard him. I don't know. They're just not as important. Yeah. No, because not as culturally significant. Nope. Not as the Rick Roll. It's an awesome song. Everyone listens to it though. Like, don't don't pretend like you don't listen. I own, I have it on vinyl. <laughs> on a forty-five. Wow, that's hardcore um, hipster ish. I can't you, believe it's a millennial thing. No, you're not a hipster, but you have like hipster tendencies. Yeah, kinda. You know. All my friends call me a hipster. Really? You're not, though. But No, I don't consider myself no, a hipster. I wouldn't but consider it. They're like, oh, you only drink craft beer, and you have a record player. Yeah, oh, you're such not, a hipster. No, I'm that's like, not. No, it takes, like, it takes more like, than that's that. That's like towing the line. Like, no, no, yeah. no. Here's not hipster. Not even the line, yeah. Here's hipster. A friend of mine saw a guy in Brooklyn with a, uh, ri- uh, what do they call them, um, Red Rider. Um, oh, the, the wagon. The wagon, yeah, right? Yeah, the Red Wagon, Listen yeah. to this. Groceries from Trader Joe's. Nope, nope. 
Even worse. Uh, Whole Foods. Red Rider Wagon with a record player on it running with headsets on. That's, I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that is terrible. Like, I, went to, I went to school in New York for a while, and that's when, like, hipsters started to come out. Like, yeah. So, like, I was in a, between, like, a rock and a hard place. I went to school in Staten Island, so they're oh. weirdos. And then, like, the hipster look came. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, I didn't fit in either circle. Everybody was so confused. Yeah. I, hipsters I was, to the left of me, Guidos to the right. <laughs> yeah. You what's, could have come up with your own song. What's really weird about Guidos I, is... I ended up joining the Guidos. No, but yeah, but most of the Guidos aren't Italian. Like, that's the crazy thing, right? They're all... They're, no, a lot of them were... A lot of them are Italian, but they all act like they're straight from Italy. Yeah. Well, no, they don't. Because if they did, they wouldn't act the way they do. Yeah, but it's funny because... They'd embarrass the old country. Yeah. They always say mozzarella instead of mozzarella. I'm like, dude, yeah. come on. We have a friend who I thought was Italian up until maybe like three weeks ago. He's still Italian. I still think he's Italian. He says he's not, though, which what, is crazy. What is he? Polish. Polish. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you would assume. Like, I'm pretty sure he goes as far to wear, like, the chili pepper on his nose. Oh, my God. He does. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking of Italian, uh, I threw up on our Facebook page. You guys commented before the show. Uh, who makes your favorite pizza? And this is usually a great question to throw out there. I like to throw out interactive questions, see what uh, the community thinks. And uh, so I figured I'd throw <laughs> it out there. Everyone always mentions Santapio's Regina. Everyone always mentions, you guys mentioned Charcoal Regina's Guido's. Regina's my favorite. Really? Yeah, by far. I like Ducali, but, uh. Ducali's really, is really good. They don't get credit they deserve sometimes. Favorite pizza place though, local spot in Worcester Brick Oven Pizza Factory. Five dollar large cheeses between Monday and Thursday. And really? The pizza is actually really good too. I'll Not pull bad. up a picture. I went to. Have you been to? Because you're in the area. Have you been to DeCosta's Pizza yet? I have not. You got to. You're go. not the first person that's told me to go. No, I've only been once because I, I had a meeting and I got out a little early and I was hungry and I'm like. You know, restaurants in the area. I don't even know where Tacos is, but I know the name. It's easy to get. Just just Google it. I mean, it's it's easy to get to. Um, And I was like, oh my god, it's really good, affordable. Um, The place is huge. Like the the restaurant's nice. I thought it was just like a counter, like you know, pizza place. Um, No, it's like a legit restaurant, isn't it? Yeah, two levels, all that fun stuff. Um, Beautiful oven. Looks small until you get close. Brick oven pizza factory. Nice. Over the weekend, we tried to get pizza in Manchester at 900 degrees pizza. Yeah, and they told us it was an hour wait for takeout. Thumbs down to them for that. Yeah. I just want we just want to take out. Yeah, man. we just want to take out. So we got Portland Pizza Pie Co. We got yep. their maple, their fried chicken and waffles pizza. It was pretty good. What? Yeah, yeah. It was really good. There used I used to live in North Reading. And there was one in Reading, and yeah. uh, I went a couple of times, and it was it was really good. But I didn't see. Any chicken and waffle Fried chicken pizza? and waffle pizza. That, Where the hell is the photo of that on your page? It's uh, it's well, coming one of these days. Yeah, it was um, <sighs> maple syrup on the pizza, too, so it was, like, nice and sweet, so it was crazy. Pretty Ma- sure the crust was a waffle. Masshole.eats. Yeah, we don't... It's not up totally there Totally not. Drop totally, the ball, man. Totally dropping the ball. What? Uh, chicken and waffle pizza. Yeah. Something I've never heard of. Very rare that I've never heard of something. It was good. You totally would kill that. Would that's like Instagram food porn? Like so. The problem heaven. is the problem is if you because we took it, we got it to go because we brought it back to where we were. So like by the time you get something to go, like the cheese congeals a little. So it wasn't as beautiful. As Only when if it was they use cheap stuff. Yeah. Well, this was it good though. I, it was, it good. was delicious. Yeah, it was all right. We had a long ride, so we would have eaten anything at that point. 
I was going to say, Especially all you guys did on Saturday was eat. You ate at, like, five different places. Dude, it was it the was, worst experience yeah, of my life. It was really bad. Like, this blog was made to get free food, and I had the worst time of my life getting two free food places. You mean getting? You mean physically getting there? No, eating, eating it. Eating. It Why? was such a long day. Yeah, it was a lot of the food. food. The food was awesome, but the the guys at Charcoal Guidos tried to kill us legitimately. Oh, yeah, with food. They <laughs> said we were we were only rolling out of there, and we still had to go to Roxy's Grilled Cheese for the like grand an hour opening. later. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and Roxy's peanut was awesome too. So you had peanut butter for breakfast. Charcoal Guido's for lunch, and then Roxy's Grilled Cheese for dinner. <laughs> I big, won't even that, say dinner. It was like lunch. That, that, is, that is a heavy calorie day. That was big. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. Always wait for Lionel to yell before we come back here on Taste of Massachusetts. Hour number two of the show. First hour flew by. Time flew by. Always. Fast. Love having you guys on the show. It just, uh, it's almost as if you just know where to go with the conversation. It's food. It's easy to talk really? about. Yeah, we're on topic way more this time than last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last time was, uh, that was weird. Pretty cool. That was, well, yeah, it was <laughs> cool for you. It was kind of weird. I was like, mm, I don't know what they're talking about here. Um, welcome back to the show, everybody. Taste of Massachusetts. I'm your host, Vincent Arichetti. To my right, Clancy. To my left, Lee. The guys from Masshole.Eats on Instagram and blogging and uh, all over the interwebs, etc., etc. So we're, um, uh, we're trying to gain ground on Pinterest, too. So You are nice. If you're out there listening, Pinterest, follow us. I'm sure we have a lot of um, female demographic Listening. That's you know because that's who dominates Pinterest. Follow us. Yeah. It's why. It's why women. You did I ever tell you my theory of why women are going to take over the world of business? Pinterest. Well, Pinterest. (laughs) Instagram. Yes, that too. But the big thing is this. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with Girl Scout cookies. Love them. Yes. Okay. Girl Scout cookies are five dollars a box, and Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies are awesome. Right. Right. Yep. Great product. Great price dominates, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy Scouts, do you know what Boy Scouts sell? We sell popcorn, don't we? Organic popcorn yep. that tastes like something, I won't say. I sold, it, material. I, I sold it when I was a kid. I didn't like it. Yeah? Do you know how much you guys charge? We charge char- a lot. You guys charge, we charge a ton. nine bucks for organic flavorless popcorn well, it's organic. while the brilliant Girl Scouts are selling $5 boxes of awesome cookies. Girls are going to dominate the world of business. Look, a Boy Scout's motto is always be prepared. If you're out in the wilderness, you don't need cookies to survive. You need, like, organic, flavorless popcorn. And that is why boys are going to Sounds lose. like a good fire starter, too. <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that what they're used for? I, I, think I, I so. never actually ate this stuff. That's what it tastes like. Yeah. Chimney crickets. This is why women are going to take over the world. So don't worry about a glass ceiling, because... <laughs> Speaking of glass we're, ceilings, we're, we're in here trying to break are, our own glass ceiling. We're trying ceiling. to break our own, yeah. yeah. What's your, what glass ceiling? Being a the male food blogger. I know, in right? A, in a yeah. woman-dominated it, industry. Yeah. It is It is weird. Like, I didn't realize as much, but, like, women totally dominate the oh, yeah. food blogging arena. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, our Instagram is 60-40, guys to girls. It's insane. Girls so, to guys, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Oh, yeah. Girls to guys, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
in most of them, in probably 99% of the food bloggers are girls. Well, I don't know about 99. The only other guy food blogger I've seen was from your picture, uh, Food is My Homeboy. Yes, Food is My Homeboy. He's awesome. (laughs) I love the name, too. Yeah, that's a good one. But, um, no, there's got to be more. So, okay, let's just, like, really quickly. um, At least in Massachusetts. Like, I haven't seen that many. Probably the USA clan. So, no, but you guys, no, in Massachusetts, you guys, uh, have you guys ever met uh, Steaks and Sports? No, but you've told me about us. Awesome guys. Yeah, great things about them. Yeah, you guys would, you guys would get along really well. Um, just going through, okay, Food Coma Boston is a woman, Cam versus Food is a woman, Chocolate and Lace is a woman, and she's a woman, she's a woman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's a long, yeah. Boston woman, yummy, yeah. Sorry, I think we might be only guys in the Worc- world Worcester, food. Worcester underscore eats, she's a woman. Oh, when wow. I was, uh, she's a woman. Food is my homeboy, obviously, guy. New England noms, she's a woman. Uh, Boston, oh my god, they are all women. Very I didn't even realize. Yeah. Even look above you. It's a glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Pizza blonde, obviously. When I went to the cooking class last night, oh, there yeah. was there was about forty girls and three guys. And the, one of the guys came up to me and was like, "Oh yeah, isn't it tough, you know, having a girlfriend as a food blogger?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, it's actually me. I actually brought my girlfriend with me because I'm the food blogger." <laughs> um. Oh, the roaming foodie is a guy. Oh, okay. Joe the Paisan, Calavecchia. Nice. Okay, I guess we should have uh, known that was a guy. Have, yeah. No, have you guys met him? No, no. I feel like I've seen the the Instagram before. Like yeah. a lot of the names are all really familiar. But like I had to scroll through. A lot. Yeah, like six, sixty down. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so so okay, let's break the, let's break the glass ceiling a little Boom. bit. Boom. Before we get into uh, the wide world of food, uh, what do you got? So big game Sunday, six uh, was six thirty six. Yeah, 15? I think it's yeah. six thirty. Yeah. Patriots and Steelers. Yeah. What are you going to be eating? Do you have, have you thought about it? It's Friday, it's you, two this days. This is actually the idea for a blog and maybe a podcast segment. Uh, yeah. Food for the Super Bowl or Super Bowl power ranking for food. So I will say that I tried to make queso last week for the game when I got home. Okay, hold on. Let me stop you right there. Disaster. No, I just want to let you know. Uh-oh. Just, just so you know. Yeah. Because people might, maybe you don't know. Queso is the Spanish word for cheese. Okay. So I did not, not make cheese. No. You did not make cheese. Queso, uh, uh, queso fundito is what people are now referring to as queso. So basically, you're talking about a cheese dip. Yes, I feel like Moe's okay. has been lying to me. For, Everyone has. Uh, Moe's is actually pretty good. They've good queso, awesome yes. queso. Yeah. Or queso fundito. Well, yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm just. Whatever. I'm just. Hey, you brought it in. I'm gonna call fundito. <laughs> I'm just giving you guys a heads up about it. That's all. Um, yeah, so I tried to make queso. So I'm going to try and do round two of queso. I used heavy cream instead of half and half last time. That mm-hmm. was not good. It was basically like I was just eating clumps of cheese. So that oh. was bad. Um, but I'm definitely, I love to make potato skins. So I'm definitely going to cook up some potato Those are skins. Like some of your favorite food, right? Yeah, potato skins, chicken wings. I've mastered the art of making chicken wings at this point. I've been working on them all season. So Do you have the little tiny... Um grill rack that's raised up that you put in the oven and so that way the chicken wings get crispy on all sides no so what i do is i cook them in the the crock pot first and then i put them i take the sauce from the crock pot yep and i put it on broil in the oven and then i'll keep pouring the sauce over and over it like four or five times and i'll take them flip them so they get nice and crispy on all the sides nice yeah, Clancy's the uh, cook of the group. I'm just going to probably go to the, my local ghetto chicken shop and get a chicken box. Where? Uh, on It's in Worcester. It's on Main... No, it's on Park Ave. No, it's on Chandler Street. 
right near the intersection of Park Ave. It's called a uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, no. <laughs> is it Golden Chicken? Yeah, it's Golden Chicken. Drove by that place all the time. Never oh, wait, been it's, in it. Oh, wait, it's not Golden Chicken. It's across the street from it. I'll show you the place. You should know because you went to Worcester State, right? Yeah, I drove down Chandler. I used to drive down Chandler Street all the time. Nice. Good. It's just. Oh, it's it's uh, it just says fried chicken on the thing. Nice. So you know it's good. I think I know where you're talking about. Yeah. So what, are you can get chicken tenders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know they don't serve them there because they're a he, real chicken spot. He nice. had the market basket chicken tenders and uh, they're good. They're yeah, they're, they're not good. bad. They're pretty well, good. Well, the one in uh, I think it was East Bridgewater is the one I had, and I was like, oh wow, it's actually good. Um, Roach Brothers, because you know because of um, because of uh, Whole Foods. All these rest, all these supermarkets now have to have like prepared food sections yeah. to compete, and Roach Brothers actually does a pretty good job at uh, chicken wings. Not bad. Not not the you know they're they're not bad. They're not the greatest thing in the world, but mm-hmm. they're actually pretty good, serviceable. I got them uh, a couple of weeks ago just to try, you know, and uh, I was like, oh, not bad. Grocery stores have sneaky good foods most of the yeah. time. Yeah, as, as long as it's fresh, it's usually good. Yeah, you would never expect it. So, Vin, what are you making? Uh, anything I'm, good? I'm probably not making anything. I will probably go to Roach Brothers and get uh, a dozen wings. wings. Yeah, there you go. It's it's going to be the one of the few games I watch because uh, most of the time I work and I listen to it on the radio. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to watch it. You got any score predictions, you guys? Uh, I how do you pick against? How do you pick against Tom Brady against a team that last week couldn't even score a touchdown? That is true. It's going to be 31-24, Pats. Oh, see, I was thinking Oof. 27-24. It's going to be close. Yeah. I think I think Pittsburgh puts up 24 points. They're going to put up they're going to put up a lot of points. So they're going to kick six field uh seven field goal, eight field goals. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing the math in my head. That Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. It's like a cheat code having those yeah. guys on the yeah. same Brutal. team. I don't know if we have a linebacker who can cover uh Brown. The best running Bell. back and the best wide receiver? Yeah, it's going to arguably, be tough. but yeah, the most people would consider them the best. In so how did positions. they not score a touchdown last week against? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs has a very Chiefs good defense. A sneaky good defense. There was they were the one team I was actually scared of. <laughs> Once they got up, they were like you know just hang on mode. Patriots. Houston was number one defense. Kansas City was number two. Incorrect. Houston Patriots. was number one. Yeah, Houston was technically number one, uh, and Kansas City was either number two or three. Didn't uh, the Pats have the like the Patriots lowest scoring have the number one defense. I think for points, points, al- yeah, points, points allowed, allowed, but I think most other people do it by like, yards allowed. I thought or it was it should I be thought, points. I thought it was yeah. a, no, it should be yards. I, I agree. I agree with yards. Really, yards, I think it's points. Yards makes more sense. You're talking about uh, points, win or lose games. Yeah, exactly. You can score a thousand yards, but I mean quality over quantity. That's you know that's I guess we have to pick the most Patriot favorite stat, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, uh, us uh, versus the world. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with um, cold hard football facts? I don't know how. Big yes. It. Yeah. So Kerry Byrne is a friend of mine. He actually used to be the food writer for the Boston Herald wow. as well, and he's also a, a beer writer, well respected. Um, he runs cold hard football facts, and he has been preaching that uh, the Patriots have the best defense. Period. Dot. End of sentence. Because in twenty categories. They're number one in 19 of them, or something along those lines. The problem with the Patriots is how easy their schedule's been all year. That's, yeah, a, that, that's not a problem that. with us, though. That's a, that's a league problem. Not fair. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not something the Pats can control, but yep. it's, it's tough to judge when it's yeah, uh, we've played fair. really one really good team with a good quarterback, and we lost that game. I've mm. heard that Ben Roethlisberger will be the only top ten quarterback we've played all season. So. Yep. 
Yeah, it's gonna be. Didn't we play? It's gonna we be played Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, he did. Yeah, they yeah. say he didn't crack the top ten this year. But yeah, we. Uh-huh. Other than that, we have not played any top quarterbacks in the entire league. Yeah, and uh, it looks like it's. It, I mean, the rest of the teams going it uh, left in it. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. That they over under that's gotta be like ninety three points. <laughs> yeah, that game's yeah. gonna be like a hundred to a hundred. <laughs> I, I I think it's kind of weird that he's uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, um, Matt Ryan's just hasn't gotten the respect I think he deserves. He's been like, he's been he's yeah, been he's right been up there his whole the whole career. Yeah. yeah, he just had like one bet quote unquote bad year well, last year. The year he was with the Patriots. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Are you saying the quarterback? Matt Ryan. Wasn't he? Brady's backup. The no, play- he was BC. Yeah. It was BC. Uh, Matt Castle. Oh God, I'm Castle Ryan. Whatever. Regardless, Matt Ryan's the one I'm talking about. He's the good one. And he's a yeah. good quarterback. Um, he um, he just like I, I don't like. Atlanta, no one Atlanta ever gives him credit. Atlanta doesn't get a lot of attention though. But never gets the credit because I mean, you look at his numbers over his career. He's always been consistent. Like video game esque in some yeah. seasons. Yeah. yeah. And they have a ton of weapons. Mm. They got two running backs who can catch and run. That's. Yeah, they used them both equally this year, and they both put up an amazing number. Yep. Yeah, my uh, it, they didn't help me out in fantasy. You know, I really got hurt a couple games by those <laughs> guys. Yep, and, and drafted Todd Gurley. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, let's just, let's take a quick break. When we come back, oh, Vinny's Gurley drink of the week, and then the wide world of food, and then um, most expensive Big Mac. Yes, in Sweden, and also got some Hooters news. Heyo. Oh. No, not the fun kind, the Aww. food kind. <laughs> when we come back here on Taste of Massachusetts. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. And of course, that song means like it's time for Vinny's Girly Drink of the Week, brought to you by Julio's Liquors in Westboro, not your typical liquor store. And <laughs> Vinny's girly drink of the week this week is the Blue Viking Martini from McGuigan's Pub in Whitman because I had it on Saturday and it was very nice. What is the Blue Viking Martini? Uh, it's basically vodka, blue, car- I can't blue say. Blue carousel. Carousel, a little bit of uh, lemon juice and... Um, oh, wow, that looks good. Yeah, it... it, it and that's not even in Yeah, hand. that just looks like a refreshing drink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is Vinny's Girly Drink of the Week. It's up on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. In three minutes, yeah, in three minutes it has 32 likes. So <laughs> It looks like something you'd be want to be drinking outside of a pool, like when it's warm out. Yes. Or not. Yeah. It'll warm you up if you have to shovel. It, yeah, certainly will. We've been fortunate, knock on for Micah. Um, but uh, but this is what happened. Like in that crazy snowstorm year, we hadn't gotten any snow. Not fe- in it's not February yet. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, February, March, we got just it was crazy. 100, yeah, 111 inches. That's that's wild. I can't yeah. imagine that again. That's when I started uh, on uh, Instagram. I started uh, two weeks before the Patriots uh, won the Super Bowl. Last wow. Time. Yeah, we're well, coming up on our one-year anniversary, February fifteenth. That's good. Ooh. Roxy's grilled cheese, our first post ever. I looked back at it the other day, and it's like thirty-five likes. Really? And it's probably one of the worst photos ever taken, put on Instagram about for a food blog. But well, first time's always gonna be the worst. Yeah. But you have to, you know, you have to learn, and you yeah. have to. Um, 
We have a picture Bro. in there of like Bill, uh, Bob's roast beef, and we talk about it. Oh my it's, god, uh, that thing's a everything train wreck. Is before it? Bob's and after Bob's. Like, <laughs> if you look at after Bob's, like we're a totally different Instagram. <laughs> before Bob's is like. Is it Bill and Bob's in Woburn? Uh, it might be. It's like it's the just a wow, picture of a bun. Yeah. Right down the street from where I live, uh, used to where I grew up was Bill and Bob's, and I never went there. <laughs> yeah, that was our that was our moment of. Uh, of clarity of nice you know. now i like want to just scroll and dig through oh yeah where, bad. where we came from yeah well no because you, you know your photos look good and uh, i mean it's obviously more about the content than really anything else and uh oh okay donut i'm looking at your original. oh my god it is like a before and after yeah so, oh that was it yeah the lighting on the rocks <laughs> it looks like roast beef i mean it looks like a a like uh like a roast like an oven roast. You don't even know what I it is. It's crazy. I didn't know that was Roxy's until you said it uh, two uh, two days ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, they were our first. What photo. is this? <laughs> That's what we're saying. You got to find the roast beef photo. Tavern it's... in the square. Don't tell them you posted this. They'll be mad at you. <laughs> I know. It was... Hey, if they want another picture, you know where to go. Jack's way back burger. That's actually a pretty good photo. Um, that's okay. The pizza photo, Anthony's coal fire. Actually, oh, in running, I went there. Yep, that's that's actually not bad. That's not bad. We were still learning. Still learning. Um, <laughs> the it's, lighting again. It's so dark. You don't even know what these the things lighting, are. Uh, so this is uh, this is fried ice cream, but the lighting on it, it looks like it could be nachos. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's basically dark. I'm, I'm totally, this is totally like tongue in cheek. I'm not making oh, no, fun no. of you guys. I mean, everybody makes fun of our, yeah. our beginning photos. I don't think anyone ever thought we would have any followers. <laughs> you gotta be able photos. to make fun of yourself too. Buffs pub wings. Those, yeah, that's, you can't even do. My sister says that's the worst photo ever, but that was still when I was like embarrassed to take pictures of my food, especially in Buffs Dude, Pub. I'm still embarrassed to take pictures of food. Like, no, I, I bring out the flashlight. I don't even care. You look professional though if you have a flashlight. Yeah. Well, I have the little, I have the kit that my wife got me with the um, LED light now yeah. that looks like, you know, looks like Superstar or whatever. Um, oh, the beer photo. That's a Strange Brew Tavern in Manchester. That's actually not that bad. It's kind of. Strange Brew is good. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm so close oh, yeah. to the roast beef. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, he, so... he went, he went past it. He went past it. Oh yeah, you did. No, no, I did. I, I pulled it up because we, we did. Yeah. The... Oh, Bill and Bob's. Yeah. Ready? Oh, did you see Bill and Bob's? No, it just says roast beef. Austin. Ready? That's the one. <laughs> what? That's it's the. So bad. It looks like a bagel. Yes, yeah. Yes, we know. <laughs> it doesn't even look. <laughs> that's that's the worst one we uh we ever had. So did you ever? Uh, did I ever tell? I must have told you. I've talked about it on the show before, but um, did I ever tell you about uh, mediocre eats? The page. Um, no. It's just like a bunch of like smudge camera Bad, photos. Yeah, and, yeah. and like whoever runs it is hilarious. So it's um, medio- Mediocre Eats is one, and then I can never remember the other one. It's called like um, Food Fails or whatever, or, or My Sad or um, My Sad Food Blog or something like that. And it's like bottles of water with goldfish, like the cracker. Dude, yeah. me- Mediocre Eats is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I have about a hundred photos that I could send them that look just like this from when uh we can just we send them our first we can just send them our first twenty photos yeah oh some of these are terrible too. oh yeah oh man but it's you know live and learn right you gotta you gotta continue and you know you know who takes awesome photos I don't know if you have you met uh, chocolate and lace Jenny no nope her photos like forget a, forget that it's food most of the time or not all the time but. Um, half the time, but like her photos are just unbelievable. Um, she has a cute little daughter and she takes photos of like 
her standing at waterfalls. Like, yeah, that's, it, that's like, good. Just amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Amazing, amazing photos. When um, I was when I was at that cooking class, there were other food bloggers there, and they were like, you know, staging their photos. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what in the like? How do you? I don't even have that vision to see. You know, you should drop the carrots there, and you know, sprinkle a little pepper, and uh, you know, you get yourself a photo. Well, because just, just bust out the phone real quick, yeah. take a couple snaps from different angles, got it covered. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, um, a lot of them have graphic design or or art backgrounds, which is why they do it. They don't do it necessarily because they're eating food because <laughs> they're like enjoy food so 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on taste of massachusetts we'll be right back welcome back to taste of massachusetts Wow, only 30 minutes left. The show's yeah, flying real by. Quick. Really flying. Good. Always a good sign. So let's, uh, I think it's time to get into the wide world of food. Can't wait. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, ladies. This is Cam Galleon, a.k.a. Prince Eric, and this is the wide world of food. It's just going to keep going and going and going and going. Um, I was just thinking, we need to have the 40 Fabulous Duo back in studio when you guys are here. Yes, like, they were hilarious. Like, you're uh, you're back two weeks, right? Yep. Every other week now? Yep, every other week. All right, so two weeks, I'll uh, I'll reach out to them and see if they want to come in with cool, you guys man. again. Cool, man. Sounds good. Uh, we won't do it. No, no, uh, no eating contest or anything like that. No, just, no. Well, they just, blew it last time. Yeah, you just want us to bring wine or what's up? <laughs> I think they carry their own wine with them. Yeah, it definitely seems like it. Um, so, uh, getting into the wide world of food, um, big, uh, big scandal in the, in the world of, um, in the world of Easter candy. Oh no. Now, so, uh, last year, Cadbury, which is a company out of England, uh, said they weren't gonna, they were gonna stop, uh, shipping to the United States. So of course the Cadbury cream eggs, which everyone loves, um, everyone was worried about, and now apparently Cadbury is going to do an Oreo-filled cream egg, and yes, they will be sold in the United States after all. We can't wait. We were talking about this last weekend about Matt how. I wrote a blog about this. Yeah, we just haven't posted it yet. We were saying, is this a snack or an accident? Do you are you a fan or no? Uh, I am personally not a fan, but I I don't. Judge those who do. I'm not a fan of Oreos in general. Oh, okay. Well. Just because I know what goes into them and like saturated fat cookie don't, around. Oh, you gotta just ignore that. Yeah, don't don't go any further than that. Vinny. So these ones, just so people know, these are chocolate shells with Oreo cream filled inside of them, and uh, they say it's something for everyone. And these treats uh, will be available in the U.S. Um, but, uh, not, not really as, uh, as easy. They're not going to be easy to find probably and probably not in huge amounts. Jeez, uh, I hope they are easy to find. I definitely want to try them. I am guessing, uh, at your local candy counter at like a CVS or what have you. Got it. Just ask for like the private stock when you're at a candy yeah. store, Clancy. You can yeah. go in there like you're asking for drugs. Hey, do you got the stuff? <laughs> I mean the good stuff, so you like, know, behind the counter. What do you got in the back? And then what do I do when they, you know, they don't. Understand what I'm saying? You slap a hundred on the table. 
Cadbury eggs. It's like, where's the stash? Oh, we don't carry Oxycontin. Come on. <laughs> no, not That's that the, one. Not the kid stuff. <laughs> I want the good stuff. He starts, like, scratching your neck or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got the cream all over your face. Yeah, it's just so like I need the Cadbury-filled cream eggs. I'm sick. I need it. <laughs> I need my fix. Just have, like, Oreo crumbs, like, all over my fingers. <laughs> the, um... Uh, another kind of weird, uh, wide world of food story. Um, so apparently, I didn't even know this was a thing until I saw this article. The Big Mac, you know, Good McDonald's sandwich. Big Mac, um, is more and less expensive in various countries. So some countries it's more expensive, some some countries it's less. I can see that. There's like not as many cows available or whatever. <laughs> so or does that have nothing to do with it? I I, I don't know. I, it didn't get into that, but. Um, just At, McDonald's gouging you for yeah. uh, more well, dough. Well, no, I think I think it has something to do with the countries themselves, tax, all that fun stuff. So in 1986, The Economist started creating a guide to see, and so um, the in the United States, it is roughly five dollars and six cents for for a Big Mac. It is average, really? it's crazy. average. Yeah, yeah, it's like four fifty in yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah. Is it really? I haven't had yeah. a Big Mac in a long time. Yeah. Well, you're missing out. Cam, uh, Cam uh, has had Big Macs uh, daily, I believe. The key is to get just a regular double hamburger oh, so with Big the, Mac uh, sauce instead, because you can get two hamburgers for the same price as a Big Mac, with the only difference being the bun in the middle, and you can still get the Big Mac sauce. I will gladly pay you for ten. <laughs> yep. Uh, they do charge extra for Big Mac sauce, though. Yeah, isn't it like yeah. 25 cents or something? Though? Some I've like seen places that cup. charge 60 cents extra for Big Mac sauce. Oh, jeez, Cam. Can I buy it in a bottle? Yeah, it's called Thousand Island or oh. whatever, isn't it? It's not even It's, it's a mix of a bunch of things. Yeah. But Thousand Island is, is about half of it. Yeah. So, I had McDonald's last night. I, I was going to say, you have it <laughs> often. Um, plus, you were sick, so you're allowed to have it when you're sick. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So, $5.06 this month in the United States. The cheapest place for a Big Mac is Egypt. At the equivalent cost of one dollar and forty six cents. Well, we can That's... live like pharaohs over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is Egypt. Cam is like booking a. <laughs> Cam, <laughs> nice. Cam is booking a trip to Egypt right now. That sounds fantastic. Cam, a dollar forty six. You would like save so much money, and you could live off of McDonald's. Yeah, I mean. Oh, things I would do for dollar forty six <laughs> Big Macs. Have you? Were you here the night that the uh, forty fabulous duo were in? I don't believe so. <laughs> they would love you. They would like destroy you. That'd be funny. Weren't Big Macs like a deal? It's it's a two for five bucks a few years ago. Yep. Yeah. And I would. That was a glorious I would, time. I remember that. So another one of the options was a ten piece nugget. So you could do two. You could pick the oh, two, and I would always get a Big Mac and a ten piece that's nugget. That's the best one to go. And then I would think to myself, well, you need to get French fries, so I would get a medium fry with it, and then just like struggle to finish all of it. Kim, have you had the bigger Mac yet? I have the not one? had the Grand Mac. Oh, that's what it's called. I'm the thinking Grand about Mac. it. What's the oh. Grand Mac? They should call it the Granddaddy Mac because yeah. that sounds awesome. Yeah. And everyone from the early '90s. Is it just a bigger Big Mac? Yes. Yeah. Well, like it has four an extra or whatever. Can we do the story? In? No, it's just bigger patties. So. Oh, oh, you might not patty? have been in that night. No. Yeah. No, it's it is one extra patty, but like it's it isn't. No, it's two, still two patties. They're just bigger patties. Oh, I was looking at the poster last night and really debating <laughs> whether I whether I get that or not. That's, I mean, you gotta try it. Yeah, I, I have to eventually. It sounds so good. It sounds good. So, um, the most expensive Big Mac, you'll be happy to know, is in Switzerland, where it's six dollars and thirty five cents. 
feel like just based on that alone, they're in way better shape than we are. <laughs> yeah. Just well, keep it's it's not, just not eating McDonald's. Mountain air, cold weather. There's something about cold weather that um, people, I don't know, they're just healthier. They live longer because they have to be hardier. So if they survive, they live longer, look better. There's um. <laughs> That's an interesting stat. No, it's weird. Like uh, Van, so Vancouver is funny. Yeah. We can always mention Vancouver. Joking. Um, peop, if you go to Vancouver, one of the reasons why a lot of uh, movie companies choose Vancouver because they can choose anywhere in Canada. They film in Vancouver because like all the people look like models. Wow. And so like huh. it, it's cr- so they always have good extras. You yeah, know, yeah, easy yeah. To, no, easy I to get do. it. But um, and uh, I had a friend uh, who was in politics and he lived in Vancouver and he's like, yeah, we we all look beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, no, really, look. And he was showing me like he's just, like just pictures. He's just live streaming you. Like, yeah. No, no, the mall. <laughs> no, it was a while ago. But like he was just saying, um, he was just saying, he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, it mu- it's, he's like, it's always cold. Something in the water. There's, there's no, you know, well, the water is super clean because it's coming straight from a glacier or whatever. Yeah, that sounds refreshing. Yeah. Lee, can you think of a Instagram name for Canada? And we'll, uh, we'll book some tickets and we'll get out of here. <laughs> yeah, America's Hat. America's uh, Hat. I think they might find that. A yeah, I don't know. Offensive. I don't know how. The 51st state. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're gonna find that offensive. America Vancouver. Junior? Vancouver seems like a sweet place to live. Do you know their at their temperature usually ranges from 85 degrees to 40 degrees? That's actually wow. pretty good. That I'll is take perfect that all year round. Yeah. yeah, but it hangs lower than higher. Sweatpants That's and sweatshirts so are my favorites. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in the same Clancy, boat. Yeah. What about Better America? They'll take that. They'll take that. They would like that actually. They would like that. Yeah. Or you could the United Provinces of America. The United Provinces of Massholites. Nice. You know, you don't I don't think they'll take that. That's not, not very yet, catchy not just now. Right. We'll work on Masshole. it. Massholeats backslash Canada. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll open up an office there. Yeah. That I, I that'll take off. 100. percent Oh yeah. Everyone will love it. It's me. just like poutine and whatever else they eat over there. I think that's a, I think I think that's all they eat. Woodchucks and yeah. uh, poot beavers. Venison. Yeah. Venison. Deer. Okay. Poutine. Whiskey. And venison. A lot of whiskey. Ketchup. Right. Potato chips. Yeah. Have a bunch of Molson with us. <laughs> Molson Golden. Eh? Um, moving on. Uh, great story we were talking about during the break that you couldn't wait to get to. This is how much extra food Hooters orders on Super Bowl Sunday. The Super Bowl is arguably one of the most important unofficial holidays in the U.S. and is observed by most uh, in this country. Hooters is a go-to spot to celebrate this most joyous football occasion, and they have to prepare a lot harder as a result, ordering extra food to accommodate, yada, yada, yada. Uh, The restaurant said each branch orders 22,000 more wings than usual, 20 more gallons of blue cheese, and 10 more gallons of ranch. This just proves that blue cheese is the best wing topping over ranch. Um, I am going to... I'm going to agree, yeah. I think. Lee? Uh, I don't eat toppings with wings. What? You yeah. don't have blue cheese or ranch on your wings? Nope. Ooh, you're you're crazy. Yeah. I'm on that team. Boom. That's, That's BS. Bizarre. You love Parmesan whatever. Yeah, but I don't get blue cheese or ranch. Oh, so you get Parmesan whatever. Garlic I dip parm. my parm garlic wings in parm garlic sauce. Yeah, that's, see, at least that makes sense. I, I don't I'm, like... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That was <laughs> just sort of shocked. So, um, believe it or not, Hooters sees a sales increase of 167%. <laughs> that's crazy. To-go orders are a big part of it, and it's two-thirds of their sales. So this goes back to if two-thirds of Hooters takeout... Pizza Hut. No. <laughs> oh, delivery. 
Well, but if two-thirds of Hooters food sales are takeout, that means people are really going there for the wings, not for the Hooters girls. Yeah. Which means their wings must really be good. They are. The food apparently. there is awesome. It and is. You, you had it for your first time ever, I can't I, believe it. Yeah. Two, was it two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. They have good barbecue sauce. Quality barbecue sauce. Really? That yeah, makes it. That's weird. It's not. It's nothing amazing, but it's like I don't know what. Better, I don't know. Better than what yeah, you would expect. Better than what you would expect. Really good barbecue. You gotta have good barbecue sauce if you're doing. That's yeah, like a wing so. staple. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just. It just goes to show that like every rest. If you're in the restaurant business, you have to have a certain level of quality food. There's no more gimmicks anymore. You know. Unless you're McDonald's. No, McDonald's is what it is. They haven't changed their recipe in ever. Right. Yeah. There's no new Big Mac. It's just a bigger Big Mac or a smaller Big Mac. The niche still... of McDonald's is the fact that it will always be there for you whenever you need it. Yeah. Or wherever you are. Two in the morning. Yeah. Two in the morning. Bad eight place, in the morning. Good place. Yeah. Mediocre place. You can always go to McDonald's. Well, is it your reward or your? Yeah. Are you? Do you guys agree that like when you're sick, it really is like the like the only thing you crave? McDonald's? No. Like, when I'm sick, I don't want to eat, but, like, it's the only time I actually am like, you know oh, what, I could have a McDonald's burger. Yeah, if I'm the kind of sick where, like, you just don't want to eat or whatever, yeah. I'll, I could go for fast food just, I, just to yeah. eat something. I don't know if it's just because it's so salty that you could actually taste it, like it can break through. That might be yeah. it. That could be it. Because your taste buds are basically yeah, off when you're sick. Yeah, they're shot, yeah. Because, like, when I'm sick, I never want to eat. I just want to sleep. Yeah. Like, I want to drink half a bottle of NyQuil and nap, and that's it. But, I don't know, I digress. McDonald's, cure for the common cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's their new marketing uh, slogan. Yes. Hire us. Yeah. I was going to say, they, they, uh, they're they not as good as, like, our Arby's has a great Arby's is marketing. awesome. Well, I don't, like mar- I don't like roast beef and whatnot, but, like, their marketing is pretty good. They, they have some pretty funny commercials. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we're the beef or something, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. With the vo- Well, because they did a... Um, they did a gyro, gyro, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so the com- do you remember the commercial? He's like, Arby's new year, gy- he couldn't say it, and then he says, Inside Out Taco or something uh, like no, that. No, he said, uh, <laughs> Mediterranean, Mediterranean taco. Burrito. <laughs> yeah. But it was good because, like, for 30 seconds, he was just trying to pronounce it and couldn't do it. Couldn't they do it. they say that they left the G in Greece. That's what I've been told. Gyro. It's gyro, right? Yeah. I don't know I why they gyro. use a. I don't know why they use a G. Yanni has a Y. You don't spell Yanni's name G. A. You know who Yanni is? Is he still relevant? Well, you know who he is. And he was like a. He was like a musician or pan something, right? Flutist. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, his name is what's relevant to this. His name is germane to this conversation because it's spelled with a Y instead of a G. Was he Greek? Yeah, he's Greek. Huh? You didn't know about Yanni? No. Do you, Do know, you know about that? Icelandic singing sensation Bjork? Uh, I have heard of him. But <laughs> B- Her. Her, her. Then, then now I don't know Could who it be is. Mistaken for him sometimes. What about Pure Moods? You ever hear Pure Moods? Nah. Remember that late? No, you guys, late nineties. There's this. Uh, it was advertised only on TV. You had a like call and whatever called Pure Moods, and it was like Enya returned to innocence uh. and like sail away, and it was like all like wor- what they used to call for like ten seconds. It was really popular music called world music, and it was all like fairy type. It sounded it had this like. This actually rings a bell. You, do you like remember? Onion, so yeah. Pure moods return to innocence, and those like yodeling in the background it was crazy. Needs to make a comeback. It was crazy. Not. Let's sure. just let's take a quick break, and when we come back, more Yanni talk. Because <laughs> you know nothing says food like Yanni and 
Pure Bjork. <laughs> yes. When we come back here on Taste of Massachusetts. Final segment of the night here on Taste of Massachusetts. I'm your host, Vincent Ericetti. The guys from Mass Elites have been in tonight, Lee and Clancy. Having fun, guys? We're having so much fun. Love being here. Check out our Facebook videos that we've been posting lately. Uh, we posted Roxy's Grilled Cheese, Charcoal Guidos, Red Raven. Tell, them if you, tell us if you like them, you don't like them. Tell us what you think. We are certainly not pro video editors yet, but we are going to work on it just like our Instagram uh, photos. Yeah, over time. Yeah. You know, like anything. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, Cam. I wanted to uh, just uh, give Cam a shout out. Producing tonight behind the glass. I'm sure he's happy that we got to talk a little bit Big Mac. A uh, little oh, Big Mac talk tonight. So. <laughs> um, so I wanted to pick a story we could probably do for the whole segment, final segment, uh, and I think you guys agree with me that uh, this one is uh, takes the cake. An Italian food-themed park is opening up this fall. What are they going to do? Like, uh, you know, you sit in a meatball and, like, you know, go on a roller coaster? <laughs> what are we looking at Calamari-shaped yeah. uh, slide or well, whatever. It's, yeah. it's looking to be opening in September in Bologna, Italy. And it is being uh, it is being touted as Disney World's Epcot for food lovers. <laughs> okay, bold, right. bold marketing. In that yes, um, and then like kind of hitting you with the wah 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 is that it's going to be run by the founders of Italy. So basically, Italy is opening an Italy in Italy. <clears throat> Interesting. And instead of calling it Italy. It's going to be Italy World in Italy in Bologna. I don't even I don't even know what's going to be there. That's absurd. It's, I it's this sounds blowing. like sounds like Inception. Yeah. 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 So you know, they have all these uh, stupid little buzzwords, uh, agri food history, um, you know, calling it an experience, not just a restaurant or market or what have you. Uh, park, yeah. so, uh, there'll be over 75,000 square feet dedicated to growing crops as well as another 43,000 square feet for stables. The entire theme park is going to be 20 acres split into multiple sections, uh, including uh, shops, markets, and restaurants. Um, the funny thing I thought in this was they're going to have scooters um, with baskets that you can uh, ride around in and collect all of the things you want to buy. Someone's getting hit with a scooter. Yeah, there's going to be... That's not a good idea, yeah. man. This place sounds crazy. It's like um, the Boston Kitchen Market that they have at Haymarket now, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. It, 
you just walk around. There's a zillion different little shops, and uh, you can try and eat a Sounds bunch like of stuff. Sounds like it's going to be an expensive place to go to and yeah. eat at. Yeah, you know, it's the one thing. You, you brought up, I, I know we kind of made fun of you for it, that uh, a lot of Italian for, restaurants for are overpriced. Truth, I, it's okay. I'll no, it's that true. Cost. No, but it's, it's, it's kind of... In some cases, it's true. Not all, but like most. You can say all. It's okay, Ben. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> not all cases. But like the whole thing about Italian cuisine, if we're going to call it that, is it's supposed to be affordable. It's supposed to be stuff like... They <laughs> lost their balls, way. rice balls. They lost their way. They like lost their way. No, rice, rice balls, arancini. Yeah. Okay. Great. It's rice with a little bit of cheese in the middle of it. Yeah. And a ball. Rolled in <laughs> breadcrumbs, fried. Yeah. Fifteen bucks. You should not be exactly. <laughs> You're making my point. You should not be charging fifteen dollars for rice with a little bit of meat and cheese in it, rolled in breadcrumbs, deep fried. Yeah, Italian chefs. You've you used to be cool. Well, you, used to be you, all know, you know what it was. They started it out with polenta. You know what polenta is? Nope. No. Grits. But it's Italian grits. Oh. And so they call it so Italian you know, grits. Three dollars a bowl in the south mm-hmm. anywhere. Polenta. Polenta, 1995. You drop a little little garnish on top, and uh, you know all of a sudden you get, a, you get like some fresh mutts on the like a thing of fresh mutts and like a thimble on the side. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, of like sauce or whatever. Yeah. Are they We're, just going to have Italian food at this place? Of course, it's called uh, it's called Italy, Italy, Italy. Interesting. <laughs> it's like I don't know, understand why you need to have it in Italy. You think the locals will hate it though. Yeah, uh, they like, have exactly. To. They're yeah. like, we don't need this. We're open, in Italy already. Open this place up and like as a niche somewhere else that doesn't have yeah. Italian food. Yeah, it seems to be like dropped in the, Florida, right. or like Nebraska. Hundred and six million dollar park. That's wow. so crazy. Cause like, right, you're right. Florida would make more sense. Yeah, like the locals can go to like the local pizza oh, shop like, and get the stuff. You yeah. can go to the actual guy who makes Parmesan cheese. You yeah. don't need to go to this giant land, this giant theme park to buy cheese. And if you're a tourist and you go here, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like... I went to Italy to go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's going to do it for us tonight here on Taste of Massachusetts. Guys, thank you from Massel.Eats. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, follow their blog. Cam at WCRNRadio.com. Email him if you want to give him free McDonald's at any time. Thank you for producing tonight. Uh, once again, I'm Vincent Arachetti. Stay tuned next for the Ultimate Culture Shock. Michael Savage in the Savage Nation. I wonder what the hell he could be talking about today. It was a big day for him. Big day for him. Oh, what happened? (laughs) Here on AMA 30 WCRN. Thanks, Ben. Thank you.